Grace and peace, everyone. Thank you for joining another Sweet Tea Podcast. Today, I have special guests, and I am very excited because we're taking another route with the Sweet Tea Podcast. Yes, I love the Lord. Yes, I love talking about the scriptures, but we are not just spiritual beings, but we're spiritual beings living a natural experience. And so I am so excited to have my daughters joining me for uh, the very first combination of a podcast with other uh, guests. I am excited. I am elated. Um, But of course, before I start, I do want to say a quick prayer um, and just hoping that this podcast would be a blessing to someone. So Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this day. We thank you for bringing us safely to our destinations. We thank you for bringing us through a work day, a school day, whatever type of day that it was, God, we are just grateful. And so Father, as we get into this podcast, we pray that it will be a blessing and that the hearts and the souls and the minds of your people will be touched by this podcast. So I am, like I said, excited about my children really being on this podcast and sharing this very moment. And so today, what the podcast is about is dealing with uh, narcissism and relationships. And so with my special guests, I want you to please introduce yourselves. Um, I don't know who wants to start. Who wants to start? I'm the eldest. <laughs> so we're going to start with the eldest. Um, please give us your name and your age. I'm Sequoia Arscott and I'm 26. All right, so here's my oldest daughter and my second. I'm Sarah and I'm Sarah Arscott and I am 23. All right, so just know that <laughs> just know that um, my children are clowns, okay? We love to clown, we love to laugh, but of course this is a very serious topic, but we're going to laugh because we because we are at the point of our lives where we can laugh at these things and laugh it off we're still going through our little healing processes here and there, but God has, you know, brought us to a a place where we can recognize these things. And we're hoping that other females will be able and will be able to help you to recognize narcissism. And if you're dealing with it and it's not just relationship wise, it could be through a parent. It could be through a relationship at work. It could be through every facet of any type of relationship. Uh, Narcissism can have, but we're going to talk about the aspect of being in a relationship with a narcissist. So this podcast, of course, is to share our experiences and our encounter uh, with these relationships that we were in more. So my girls are going to do it, but I'm going to do mine a little bit later and go in depth with my story, but I want them to share because they're young people. And so with this generation, they are facing so much with everything that's happening in the world, with us coming out of a pandemic and almost, you know, we're in Jersey, we're smoking out here and almost dying to death. Thank you, Canada. Um, But I just wanted to throw that in there uh, for no price at all. Um, We're trying to live, okay? And so (laughs) so we're trying to live out here and try to do better because we know better now. And so talking about narcissists so let's just give a basic definition narcissist is a person who has an excessive interest or admiration of themselves so you can call them cocky but most of all for the most part guys if you um just really um uh, agree with me do you agree that narcissists are controlling Yes. Yes. Okay. So who wants to go first in sharing their experience as far as their relationship and recognizing uh, their situation and, you know, the narcissist that was in their life and just want to share with us um, how how you came about recognizing that you were in a toxic narcissistic relationship? Well, I will go first. So I, as of last year, came out of a narcissistic relationship last year for like it lasted for four years and during those four years it was a lot of ups and downs a lot of arguments and 
I slowly started to lose myself trying to please this man. Um, you know, and nothing that I could do really was pleasing to him. He was always looking for attention from other women and um, trying to compare me to other women, trying to please, to satisfy his desires. Um, and of course, when you're in love or infatuated with a person, you want to please them. You want to make them happy. And, and then you slowly forget about yourself and your own dreams, your own desires, or even your, you know, you're digging your respect for yourself, you know, because you're just so focused on that, your partners that narcissists uh, uh, want and needs, you know, and they're all about wanting to keep themselves happy. It's all about them. They are focused on their, on their happiness. If you're not contributing to their happiness, you're most likely in their eyes, not worthy of having their love and their attention and they'll try to find someone else or threaten to find someone else so that they can try to trap you in believing that if he or she leaves me i have nothing i am worthless they make you feel like you don't you're just not worthy of them and they're having their presence or love you know and that's not good and when you see those type of signs, I will say, run. Don't look back. I don't care how good it may be, their loving may be, it's just not worth it. Because in the end, it, it can it can kill you. You know, and, and, and it's going to drive you into depression. And, and just, it sucks you dry. And when they're done using you, they will discard you. That's what desert, uh, narcissists do. They discard um, whoever the victim is and they move on to the next week victim that's what i leave with you okay so um just to pull from what you stated and i'm just going to go through the points that you mentioned just reiterating it that uh dealing with a narcissist that you dealt with you uh had to always please this person uh you lost yourself you lost your self-respect um it was self-pleasuring for that narcissist that you were dealing with uh they threatened to always try to find someone else and they made you feel worthless um and you're just warning everyone to not to ignore the signs and also that dealing with narcissists it has an emotional um aspect to it of you dealing with depression so my question to you is um in dealing with this narcissistic relationship um, did this individual end up getting physical with you as far as physical abuse? I know with narcissists, they're verbal abusive, uh, verbally abusive, um, but there's some that cross the line and put their hands on you. So um, if you've experienced that, um, I just share that with the audience, um, what that experience was like and what that did to you. Uh, I would say, yes, it has. It had gotten uh, physical mm -hmm. um, and we both became physical mm -hmm. and we were both hot tempered individuals. Mm -hmm. And um, what I realized is just that when you're dealing with a narcissist, they know who to prey on and who not to prey on. Mm -hmm. And to be honest, you draw what you possibly are, you know, I mean, you may not realize it, but you may have some signs of being a narcissist, being a narcissist and mm -hmm. not know it. Mm -hmm. And, um, Well, it just, it's just, it was very traumatizing for me. Mm -hmm. And of course, when you're been, especially if it's your first time being in a, in a long relationship, that was an accomplishment, accomplishment to me, mm -hmm. for me being in a relationship for so long and getting to know this person. And when you're intimate, being intimate with somebody, especially if it was your first time, it was just like, 
that is hard to let go because it's all the person that you know that's close besides family and friends that know all your ugly side of you and and the good parts of you you know and, and you just poured yourself into this person and the other person did the same but for them it's like a drug you know if, if once they are you know they're not pleased anymore they look for that person just to try to f- fulfill themselves but in the end they're they're empty they're never going to be satisfied right so um in your situation it did end up being um abusive and when i'm pulling from what you're saying and i'm not trying to be biased at all because that's not what this podcast is about what i love about what you said we both were abusive towards each other mm-hmm. so for me in pulling from that i'm saying that when people can pull that toxic trait out of you that's a that's a red flag yes. when somebody yes. can trigger you to come out of your 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 place of being in self-control mm-hmm. or, or 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 keep poking the bear as people say yes um then that's a dangerous that's a dangerous thing yes it's a good thing in a way because you recognize that you have a trait that needs to be worked on but at the same time um for someone to be able to pull you out of yourself and out of your self-control or out of your bounds of who you are Mm -hmm. that's a clear sign of out of your character that's that's the word out of your character that is a clear indication that that person is a toxic individual instead of encouraging you or stepping away or walking away no man no woman should be putting their hands on anyone all right so i'm gonna go over to my other daughter um sarah's second daughter um i just wanted to ask um what was your experience um dealing with and and you could you know go into the details if you'd like um but the same question that i posed to your sister um just share with us your experience uh, with a narcissist okay so um what I came to realize, honestly, the only way I started to realize that I was dealing with a narcissistic person is because I would catch myself crying more often than I used to. I was a lot more depressed than I used to. I used to really like, I am a person that likes to film and take lots of photos. So in my downtime and my alone time, when I was left alone by this narcissistic narcissistic person I was by myself because I was like left a lot of the times I would go into my camera roll and reflect on like this vibrant bubbly person that I was and I was like where did she go I'm like this is this was Sarah just cracking jokes and laughing and dancing and singing and I'm like where did she go that's how I knew something was wrong I couldn't put my finger on it I didn't know exactly what it was but I'm like I'm not myself and so I know it was God. God had it that, because, you know, we know he speaks to us in different ways. God had it that, like, I would come across TikToks. I would come across YouTube videos of narcissism that would pop up. And so I would click on videos and be like, oh, my gosh, this is what I'm dealing with. And I had no idea that this existed, that somebody could be a person, like, that, that a person like this could even exist. So it was crazy to know that I was experiencing something like this and I never thought it could be me. And so what I will say, what I do think you should look for, um, let's see. So most narcissists, they will, they will challenge you. They will challenge and disrespect your boundaries. 
So if you set boundaries, most narcissists will definitely try to and do it in a sneaky way too. They're not going to do it abruptly where you can tell that something's wrong. No, they're going to do it in little ways. Like, and then they're going to try, they're going to disrespect your boundaries little by little. Like you might want to go out on a date and then this person might be like, no, come over my house. And we all know what that means. So like that right there, they're disrespecting your boundaries. If you're telling them, no, I don't want to sleep over. And they're like, oh, sleep over, sleep over. Or, oh, I want to go home. And then they keep you, they keep you, keep you where, where, where they are. Right. Things like that. So they'll do it in sneaky. They'll do it in very sneaky, sneaky ways. Um, I would also say that most narcissists, they target people. And it's not ever somebody that's weak they target people that are intellectual they target people that are beautiful they target women that are strong um, women or men that are strong they target them because they have everything that they don't so they're looking for a they're looking for a supply they are looking for someone to fill them up so they're literally looking for someone to drain um, most narcissists are insecure. They're very insecure about themselves. So when they find a person that is strong, their entire goal is just to break them. Mm -hmm. They just want to break you so that you do feel like you don't have anyone else. So you do feel like you're not enough. So you can be a part of their world and no one else's, not even your own world. Mm -hmm. They will make you feel like a possession, like you're you're not even a, a being you're just a thing wow. not even a human it's like they want ownership they want control they will make you feel like you are crazy wow. they will make you feel like you are crazy you will start to question yourself like is it me am i really this person am i the one that's making this person angry all the time and i had to literally sit there and reflect and be like it's not me i'm not doing anything wrong mm -hmm. they were they're very manipulative narcissistic people are manipulative they will gaslight you and tell you that oh they didn't say that and they did say that and try to make it seem like you are crazy that's another sign too so i'm all over the place right now but um if you just don't feel like yourself that's a sign that this relationship is not good for you if you feel like this person is pulling you further away from God and further away from yourself, that's a huge sign that this person is not for you. It's not for you. Definitely. Not yeah. at all for you. I um also if you have a gut feeling, please listen to that gut feeling. It took me five years to finally put my finger on what it was, and I always had a feeling. Some type of feeling I just would shake it off. And it something else would just always go wrong. <laughs> like, and um Narcissists, they're very disrespectful. If you don't feel like you are respected, that you are valued, like this person values you because a lot of people desire you right. and they they like the idea of having you by their side because you may be very good looking, you may be intellectual, you may um, draw a lot of people. You make them look good. You make them look good. Mm -hmm. But they don't value you. Behind closed doors, they disrespect you, they talk down at you. Um, that's a huge, that's a huge red flag right there. Or, oh, you think you're better than me, things like that. And it's like, you have to keep hiding parts of yourself. You have to keep uh, mm -hmm. like tr trying to make sure your light don't shine too bright to make, not make this person feel insecure, or even more up. insecure about themselves. Mm -hmm. Right. Just so everything you sure. do has to be with them. It has to be about them. Mm -hmm. Like my sister said, it's all about them at the end of the day. And I'm sorry, I'm going no, on. No, no, keep going. The last yeah, thing I would fine. say, um, 
The reason why it took me so long is because I know that a lot of people may be like, okay, well, this person buys me things. Mm. So does that mean that it's bad? Or this person always feeds me. Does it mean that it's bad? Or we go out here, we go out there. But they do it every once in a while. That's a way to keep you trapped. That's why it took me so long to leave. Because one, one moment it was up and then the next moment it was down in the next two days. And one moment it was up and the next moment it, it was down in the next two days. Like that... Not having no stability, that right there is a huge red flag. All the highs, lows, high, lows, high, lows. It's the lack of consistency. Consistency. And they are, it's something, it's called breadcrumbing. You guys have to look up the terminology where they'll give you just a little bit to yeah. keep you. To keep you enough just to stay. Just to stay, just a little bit. Just a little enjoy. bit. Just a little bit. And then your world comes crashing down all over again. It's like a game to them. It's a game to them. Once you leave... Then they'll shower you with kind messages of how much they love you. They'll shower you with gifts. They'll shower you with everything that you ask for just to bring you back into that trap. Just to bring you right back into that trap and continue the cycle of trying to break you. That's their goal. Just to drain you, to break you, and keep you trapped. That's all I'm going to say. Okay, so um, so what I pulled from you is emotional distress is part of it. Losing yourself and self-control um manipulating and what i got from a part of it that you said was leeches they're leeches they oh, leech absolutely. off of you to suck out the life out of you and the part that you said about being in possession and um using gifts to control because we know as females some of our love languages is gifts we like gifts 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 gifts, gifts. we love gifts yes. um and some of us you know um and so and then the part that you said is not necessarily always someone that's weak that they prey on they prey on the intellectual you know you see some relationships that are abusive relationships and these women are beautiful they're powerful they have money they yes. have possession um they have careers and they're dealing with narcissists and abusive uh husbands or abusive boyfriends that are very controlling yes. and so they target um like you said those and then uh those that are intellectual and strong and they suck from that because they're not intellectual and strong or strong in a certain area that that woman or that man is strong in and so um about breaking boundaries as well i think part of it um as well that i think that a lot of us miss as women too they pull you away from family if your yes. family is definitely a safety net and they know that your family is protective um, I realized with, and I'm just going into a little bit of my situation where they would pull you away from family, make you feel ostracized from your family or feel that your family hates you and don't want you to be happy and they isolate you mm -hmm. and then you have no relationship with your family. You know, have no one else to run back to um, when things go down, you know what I'm saying? So they make it feel like you are, that's their world, you're in their world and you're just there to satisfy them as um Sokaya said earlier about um the relationship that they just feel like it's about them and of course you mentioned the red flags the red flags of if you don't recognize yourself any longer then it's toxic we as women god oh, has yeah. given us this gut feeling and intuition women's intuition and a lot of times we ignore this intuition and this gut feeling because we feel like this man has the potential and let me tell y'all something about potential yes. it can potentially crash you and 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 devastate you mm -hmm. okay so what we need to be looking for is the potential of a leader um a potential of a man that has husbandry 
um, traits, okay? Um, but I know for some of us that didn't grow with a father, that didn't have a father in our lives, and those examples are having a strong male figure in our lives, it's hard for us to differentiate. Don't get me for that, y'all. Um, to, between uh, what's really good for us and what's healthy. And a lot of times we're looking for that security because men are supposed to be that security, that provider, that one that gives. And you were talking about the gifts and how they use to control women with it and women. And hey, you know, we have our gifts too. Um, that they like and women use that as control and yes. some women that are controlling and are narcissists they use their children as control over the baby fathers baby mothers and that's another podcast in itself but what i gather from all of this is that not to ignore the red flags and so um the same thing that i asked um sequoia earlier did your situation ever become so toxic that it became a physically abusive um yes in one instant like the same thing they will push you to become out of character like and another thing too here's a huge thing you may feel like you can't leave or that you have to sit there and satisfy this person's needs because of what they might paint for their friends and their family Mm. i've had this person tell people crazy things about me but all along people did not know who this person was behind closed doors because they would play this role so well and so they would make you look like you're the monster Mm. whole time it's really them behind those closed doors they're so 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 good at painting a picture for their family their friends and their loved ones to make it seem like i said like you're the monster but behind closed doors they're the one that poked the bear first they're the one that tossed you across the room because they didn't want you to leave and so now you have no choice but to feel like you need to defend yourself. Right. And I've also had a person taught me before and be like, yeah, yeah, get out of character, get out of character. And I was like, and at that point I knew like, this cannot be somebody of God that would ever even want to see me get out of character. That's not mm-hmm. something a godly person would ever say. Right. So like you will see and you will know the signs you will see and you will know, you will know. So um, what I draw from that, from what you stated and I'm, as a mother and sitting here you guys you don't understand how much the mama bear is roaring within me right now because i still want to claw them um but because (laughs) you know our children has to go they have to go through their learning experiences as well um but it's sad that our daughters and our sons have to experience these things and we're gonna go down to we're gonna i'm gonna go there parenting it's so important to instill in your children um morals it's important for you to teach them how to behave in relationships um, and what what to do and what not to do. Just giving that advice that's needed. Um, I think we ignore our children a lot in that aspect, especially when we are spiritual, quote unquote, spiritual parents and we're in church and we're just say, hey, go take a cold shower or go do this or go pray about it. Um, we need to stop pushing them off and really having like real conversations with our children um in young adult age even younger than young adult ages like we're talking about middle school we're talking about elementary um because children are so exposed to so much even now so 
Um, that's a whole nother podcast in itself. There's so much that this rolls into. Um, but what I picked up from the last thing that you said, they taint your character. Yes. So you, it makes you look like a mad woman because of course, with the stigmatism, um, black women are just mad. Um, no, we're not just mad. We go through so much that we a don't lot. even voice mm -hmm. or say that a lot of people don't detect or quote unquote discern and even if they do discern it it's not addressed yep and so that goes both ways for male and females because you have abusive females and you have abusive males within the church and they hide behind their titles they hide behind the church of them and the banner of jesus christ um but that's wrong we need to get to the roots of these things so that we'll stop damaging our generations and the generations to come. Yes. Um, so that I believe that this podcast um, has so much in it that you can draw from it. Um, we're going to come again with another part two um, and, you know, giving you some um, more more of more resolution and solutions of uh, different ways um, of coming out of it. And um, I would say before we even wait for the second podcast, seek help seek help you know that the person needs help you seek help and you advise that individual to get mental help you know a lot of us are hurting from traumatic experiences from the things that we've experienced and then it trickles over into our relationships and like i said it's not just romantic relationships but all relationships across the board and so i am so grateful to have you both on the podcast today and sharing your experiences i know that it's not easy um a lot of things that we bring back to our recollect recollection and try to um you know voice it sometimes it still hurts sometimes you're still like you know wow that really happened to me and um you know but i'm grateful that you both are still here um as a mother that prays i mean i prayed and i'm glad that the lord has really brought my children out of these situations in one piece there are a lot of females that do not end up coming out of the relationship in one piece they lose their mind uh they commit suicide right and right. they end up in domestic violence situations where the other the other person is so violent that they come after not only the female but the families as well their children and that's why it's so important to know who you're getting involved with and what you're dealing with and to always consult with god he is concerned yeah. about every and y'all agree yeah. with me he yeah. is definitely concerned about every aspect of your life whether it be spiritually physically financially mentally god is concerned about us so again i just want to thank my two guests my lovely daughters i love you so much i thank you for joining me on this sweet tea podcast and we hope that you will join us for the other segments that will be coming i'm telling you this sweet tea podcast is going to be off the chain and we're so excited um because we have been released to be able to do these podcasts because god is really doing a work amongst us and i am so glad you know a lot of people are just looking for your downfall looking for you to stay oh, yeah. where you are but god is in the healing business and again i just want to thank all my listeners for staying with me and for just tracking with me um and being patient with me and doing these podcasts but like i said in the the other podcast before when i'm led to do it i just go for it and so this was one that really sat on me and i really wanted my daughters to share their experiences because they're young they're vibrant 
um, and they, they, you know, have a good head on their shoulders, not saying that just because they're my girls, but they have shown me that they have a good head on their shoulders and they've come through a lot. They've come through a lot, tests and trials and everything. We've all come through a lot, but God, you know, he gets all of the glory. So again, thank you for joining me with my Sweet Tea Podcast today. We're talking about narcissists. I hope to, to basically, um, well, I hope you join us, <laughs> not see or hear, but soon we're going to come out with videos. We're going to go live soon. We're doing these podcasts because like I said, we're going to do some new things for Sweet Tea. And so I really hope that you enjoyed it. I hope that we did work too long winded and that you will join me for the next Sweet Tea podcast. God bless you. Um, grace and peace, y'all. Love you. Bye.